Welcome inside episode 698 of the Locked On Senators podcast. I'm Ross Levitan on the outskirts of enemy territory in Winnipeg, Manitoba, alongside Brandon Piller up in the Blue Mountains on a game day. The Ottawa Senators are back home from their three-game road trip ready to take on the Washington Capitals. And Alexander Ovechkin may have got his 500th goal up against the Ottawa Senators, but he will not break Gordie Howe's record on Canadian tire rice. Can't happen, Ross. Okay, we'll find out. Plus, will Tim Stutzla make his return to the lineup? All of it's coming up, and it's brought to you by Bet Online. More props, odds, and lines than ever before. Visit Bet Online. It's where the game starts. And now the show starts. This is the Locked On Senators Podcast. Your team every day. Your Locked On Senators, your daily podcast on the Ottawa Senators. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. I'm Jake Sanderson, and you're listening to Locked On Senators Podcast. I'm Tim Stützle, and you're listening to the Locked On Senators Podcast. Thank you for making Locked On Senators your first listen on this Thursday, December 22nd. The show is free and available on all platforms, including on YouTube, where the best way you can help the show grow is to like every video by clicking the thumbs up and subscribing to the Locked On Senators channel. Be a friend, tell a friend. The road to 5,000 continues. And good morning, Philzy! Ha ha ha! <laughs> Hello, Pierre Dorian. I mean, oh my God, we love Pierre Dorian, but that was a wild video. His, I don't think we all call ourselves Zoob fans, Ross, but like you tweeted out, no one is a bigger fan of Zoob, or should I say Zuby, as uh, Pierre Dorian, as his energy was through the roof in that contract signing video. That was wild. Credit to the breakaway team, uh, the video producers with the, with the Ottawa Senators. That was hilarious. And <laughs> I don't know what time that was taken at. It had to be early morning. The video came out at like 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 noon. Pierre yeah. seemed like he was like at a rave. He just crushed like seven espressos, just ready to go. E- either that, Ross, or or Dorian just thinks he absolutely fleeced Zub and is just like, ha, quick, let's sign this up before you change your mind, Zuby. Yeah, and he's like, hey, this is what we added last night. Here we go, here we go. Let's go, let's go. Are you ready? You sign it. <laughs> and Zub is, Zub is not on that level. You can tell he's just like, okay, I want to sign this and get going. He tries to leave and Pierre's like, whoa, whoa, you got to <laughs> sign over here too, Zuby. <laughs> you would have thought that Pierre was the one who just was like $16.7 million richer. Honestly, yeah, no kidding. But eighteen point seven. Yeah, hey, don't don't short him a couple mil there, Ross. Um, all jokes aside, though, like I'm still riding off the high of uh, Zub signing because that was uh, honestly, Ross. I think I'm more nervous about the Zub extension or was than I was about to bring it. Like a lot of people are still saying, "Hey, Kevin Weeks, you said they were getting close. It hasn't happened. We're not sure how this is going to go." But the Senators have options up front. The Senators do. They have no solid options as a right-hand defenseman. And Zub was going to be – Zuby, apologies. Zuby was going to be an uh, unrestricted free agent. And he would have commanded, I would I would say, probably closer to $5 million on the on the market. Uh, and lots of teams would be after him. So having that dealt with, four-year deal, good AAV, feels good. I think the Ottawa Senators should disperse whatever makeup value – 
what he would have got on the open market to the fans. I yeah, feel like our, fair. our Zoom chants are the reason why he wanted got a discount. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He did. Um, and as he will be referred to on this show going forward is only Zuby. But that's funny, too, because I think Dorian thinks he's, like, in on the Zub thing. But have any of us or anyone else ever said Zuby? Like, sometimes we do the Zuby dooby doo or whatever. But, like, just calling him straight up Zuby, I don't think, uh, is a thing until now. I guess Pierre Dorian, he's the one that starts trends. Um, I got a text from Bruce Garriott yesterday, and it's actually a fair question. And, what, like, a thinker. I don't think he was trying to be, like, sarcastic or anything. But why is he a folk hero? I didn't really have a good answer for him. Well, the thing is, we didn't really know much about him coming from Russia other than what we saw on uh, Hockey DB. And I think Sens fans were just so enamored with him because he could have chose anywhere. He was a free agent. Lots of teams were going after him, but he chose to be in Ottawa. And then add on to that, that he was healthy scratched to start his time in Ottawa. So it's like, what's up with this guy? For the for Erica Branson and Josh Brown, those were the right hand shot defensemen that played ahead of him in opening night. I mean, yeah, when you have those two guys at your disposal, you're not going to put a guy like Artem Zub uh, in the lineup. That's fair. That's what I told him. I said it's like um, international man of mystery. Type. Yes. And I said having a one syllable catchy last name didn't hurt either. Yeah, because we were like, is it Zub? Is it Zub? What is it? Who yeah. is this guy? What does he look like? We don't even know. Well, Zuby is ours for the next four years after this one. And the defense starts taking shape. It's amazing that he comes in at only 100,000 more on the cap hit than Nikita Zaitsev. So you're looking at a situation where you can hopefully move on from Zaitsev and basically just have a much better player replace him at the same cost. You know who else makes $4.6 million? Chikrin, right? Jacob Chikrin. Makes yeah. $4.6 million. Uh, but obviously, there's nothing new to report there other than the fact that he has 13 points. And I think even more impressively, and this is in 15 games, is it not more impressive that Jacob Chikrin is plus eight on the Arizona Coyotes in 15 games? Wow, that is impressive. And here's the thing, Ross. Like, if fans and general managers thought the price for Chikrin was high before he started playing and everyone's like, ah, he doesn't play much. We're not really sure how he's going to be. Well, it's going to be through the roof now. Now that, that you're like, yeah, not only is he playing well, but he's dominating on this Arizona Coyotes team. Imagine what he could do for you. Yeah, only three players are pluses on, on that team. And Jacob Chikrin, despite playing half the amount of games, is number one on that team. <clears throat> Obviously, um, a trade, I think, is best for both parties there. But do you think that this changes Ottawa's plight at all? I know Elliot Friedman said they're still looking for a defenseman. Do you think they kind of muddy the wall i guess there's a roster freeze right now so it's not like anything's yeah. imminent um i don't think you can make a trade until the 27th or 26th something like that yeah there's a week period here yeah where there's a freeze um that's a nice move for the for the boys eh? on christmas like guys not getting sent down sent up all that yeah it is good it's just unnecessary to be doing that i mean like you've got all year basically except obviously after the trade deadline passes like there's so much time to do it you don't need to be messing up uh, people's times families during the holiday so i like that and as, as you're about to find out ross traveling during the holidays isn't always a breeze either oh. so you don't want to be uh making players deal with that when they don't have to Oh, yeah, I'm heading to the airport right now. By the way, tomorrow's episode, we've got Scott Wheeler coming up with a World Junior Preview. 
So stay tuned for that. But Pilsy, we got a lot to get into on today's show, including Alexander Ovechkin chasing history. You mentioned he's already scored a milestone goal against the Ottawa Senators. I want to say it was up against the Hamburglar, who we were just talking about yesterday uh, or two days ago as a guy who who, uh, hung him up but had a a marvelous run. Hey, quick, quick aside. Andrew Hammond does not belong in the ring of honor, right? No, no, that that's the thing. Like he's kind of along there with Ray Emery. Like I, I, I tossed that out there, but no, they're neither of those guys are ring of honor guys. You just want like a mural of every goalie that's played for the team. I like goalies. <laughs> Sue me. Hashtag goalie friendly show. All right. Coming up next game day preview. The Ottawa Senators starting a back to back at home against the Washington Capitals. And then. The Detroit Red Wings, who they just saw last weekend, and it's the second of third meetings between the Sens and Wings in the next while. They play on New Year's Eve as well. All that's coming up. You're listening to Locked On Senators. Today's episode is brought to you by Shawarma Palace. You're among family when you go to Shawarma Palace, but you've known that because they're the premium food eatery in Ottawa. They've been serving shawarmas in Ottawa since 1997. I mean, they've got the stamp of longevity. They've got a rabid fan base. Just go on their social media at shawarma underscore palace and you'll find all the amazing food they have to offer. It's more economical than going to the grocery store. It's fresh, it's tasty, and it's not at the expense of portion size. They make sure that you go home feeling full. Can you handle a whole platter? I know Pilsy can't. I can't. But some of you, I've told me you can. That is unbelievable. But the taste is really what separates Shawarma Palace. I go in there with the horse blinders. I put on the chicken platter. I want two extra garlics. I love the, the pita, the fresh pita made by Shawarma Palace. And what the best part is, it's a, everyone is always smiling at Shawarma Palace. They greet you with a smile. You go, you sit down, and they've got nine locations now. That's how successful of a company it's been since 1997. I absolutely love to see it. And make sure you let them know that Locked On Senators sent you. Shawarma Palace, we want a long-term relationship with our best friends at Shawarma Palace. Literally, what I crave most about home is that delicious first bite of your Shawarma Palace. You get in to the garlic, the turnips. I'm going NPR here on your Pillsy. But the bottom line is that Shawarma Palace is your one-stop shop in Ottawa. All nine locations, Rito and Augusta. Bank and Gladstone, all over the map from Orleans out to Carleton University. You're never too far from a shawarma palace. But if you don't feel like a a walk or a drive, then just order on Uber Eats. But the bottom line is you're among royalty when you eat at shawarma palace and Sens game days taste better at shawarma palace. So make sure you tag us on social media at Sens Central and at shawarma underscore palace. Today's episode is also brought to you by our friends over at Bet Online. Ross, sometimes you just have a feeling that things are going to happen. And when you have that feeling, you got to go to Bet Online. Like, if you are a Sens fan and you're like, every historical goal gets scored against the Sens, players, first career NHL goals, goalies, first wins, all that happens against the Sens. Well, Maybe you want to put a couple shekels on Ovechkin getting two or more goals tonight if you think he's going to get Gordie Howe's record. I will not be doing that, though. But if I was, I'd be using the trusted online sportsbook of the Locked On Podcast Network. It's Bet Online. They got all the latest odds, news, scores, props, 
totals, over-unders, money line, puck line, reverse puck line, whatever you're into. They got it. But it's not just for hockey, guys. They got football, basketball, boxing, UFC, golf, whatever you like. They got it. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Guys, it's betonline.net where the game starts. All right, Pilsy. So, Alex Ovechkin comes to the Canadian Tire Center tonight with the Washington Capitals. And to take you back to January 10th, 2016, not only did Alex Ovechkin become the 43rd player in NHL history to reach 500 goals, he also scored 501 in that same game, Pilsy. So, he is not immune to scoring two goals in a game against the Ottawa Senators. No, I, I am fully aware that he scores goals in bunches up against the Senators. Uh, but it's not going to happen this time. That's I, I don't know. I just got that feeling. I got that feeling. And you know me, Ross, whenever I have gambling implications or feelings, I've never been known to mush the Ottawa Senators. Uh, my, my parlays, my gambling insights, they tend to come true. So no two goals for Ovechkin tonight. Okay, well, yeah, all I want is to avoid having, like, the whole team celebration. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's tough. You can't have that. Like, second period, there's an all-out team celebration like they won the Cup. We can't have that on home ice. I wonder what the fans think. Like, because if I was going to the CTC, if Ottawa wins 5-2 and Ovechkin has both goals, that's probably an ideal night. Yeah, that's fair. That's kind of cool, seeing history like that. But, Ross, do you believe there's a scenario where Ovechkin scores two goals and the Caps don't win? No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I definitely don't. Um, I wonder, though, if maybe his timing could be off because Pilsy, he's been practicing with two players who I don't believe are going to play tonight. That's why we didn't do a lineup board because literally Tom Gooley uh, with NHL.com put out the lines from yesterday's practice and said, these are today's practice lines, dot, dot, dot. These will not be the lines in Ottawa. Nicholas Backstrom and Tom Wilson, neither of them have played this year, both injured, off-season surgeries. Tom Wilson's not wearing a contact jersey. He's closer, but I think it's all going to still be shuffled. However, despite that, the Washington Capitals are winning a lot of games right now. Remember, we thought they would be kind of the weakest yeah. link once the season started, and we realized Boston certainly wasn't. Ottawa took care of Washington in the first battle this season, too. They outshot them 44-24. It was a dominant win for the Ottawa Senators, but this is a different Washington Capitals team. Still super injured. No Batram, no Wilson. Uh, Oshie as well will be No out. Connor Brown. No Connor Brown. No uh, Nick Dowd will be back, but he missed the last game due to an illness. Carl Haglin is out indefinitely. It is a very beat-up Washington Capitals team, but still, they prevail. They had a huge win streak. They lost one to Dallas, and then they won against Detroit. So there's 7-1 in their last games. Yeah, Ross, they've had a really good December. I was looking at their month. They've only lost three games all month. One of them is that loss you mentioned to Dallas, a 2-1 loss. Uh, another one is a 3-2 overtime loss to the, the Kraken, and then a 5-2 loss to the Flames. So this team has been humming along here, and unfortunately, they just played the Detroit Red Wings not too long ago. 
and that ended up going to overtime. So that's a three-point night, making it ever so harder for the Sens to make their climb into a wild card spot. Ha 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 ha! <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not. I can't drink the Kool Aid. I try. I I tasted the Kool Aid. I'm I'm stirring it. I'm stirring it and kind of like wafting it. I'm not drinking or uh, or tasting it yet. All right, what do you say we turn our attention to the Ottawa Senators? Like this Capitals team, they're a good hockey team. There's there's no question about it. They're, um, you have to watch out on the power play. I don't know if you've ever heard, but Ovechkin likes to hang out at the top of the left circle and uh-huh. blast one-timers. <laughs> really? Yeah, I've heard that at least. Uh, but, hey, they've also got a few young players that have come up and, and played well too, and, and you need that in any organization. But it's always impressive to me when it's a, a team that, really doesn't get to pick high at all. So, uh, like, Eric Gustafson's kind of a, a guy who's been all around the league. Guy had a hat trick against the Leafs last week. Yeah, I saw that. That's crazy. So, there's that's the thing with the Washington Capitals. Like, they always seem to be a veteran team that uh, when you've got Ovi there, like, he, similar to Brady, right? Like he drags the guys into the battle with him because he's not a captain that's like, oh, I score goals, that's it. Ovi's out there trucking guys. He's playing physical. He's on the four check. He's he's playing hard. He's skating hard. He, he's really involved. So I think when Alexander Ovechkin is there, no matter who's there and who's not, I know you mentioned they have a lot of injuries, that team's going to be battling hard. Who is your lookout player for tonight's game? I'll leave the low-hanging fruit uh, for you, Ross, but my lookout player is going to be John Carlson. I think when your team that's injury-riddled, a great thing to fall back on is creating offense through your defense and from the point. And I would argue Carlson's one of the best defensemen in creating offense from the point in the entire league, and he's so consistent. And you talk about the power play. He's a guy that's going to be setting Ovi up, but this power play hasn't quite been clicking like it usually does. It's 20th in the league at like 20.1%, which isn't terrible, but it's not what we're used to. I mean, when there's no Backstrom or Wilson, that's going to take a hit on your special teams for sure. But I'm still going to be looking out for John Carlson because he's so good at not only shooting the puck from the point and allowing players to get tips and deflections, but he's a smooth skater that transitions up the ice nicely. A good first pass. Like I think if if you could look at John Carlson and you could hope that Thomas Shabbat could get to that level eventually, that would be an ultimate victory because Tom Shabbat has similarities to Carlson. He just doesn't quite have the finesse that he does. Yeah, John Carlson, great player, always a point producer. Speaking of which, his points are probably inflated from playing with the great Aiden. Yeah, I mean, you say it's low-hanging fruit, but for good reason. He's the kind of guy where when the Sens have their PK meetings today, they're just going to talk about Alex Ovechkin for half hour. So we may as well touch on, again, the fact that he's played really well in his career against, well, all teams, but yeah. it like especially Ottawa, 35 goals in 52 games. Like that is, that's ridiculous. He's got 56 points, plus 18. I feel like Washington's always had Ottawa's number, especially in Washington. That's, some, that's somewhere Ottawa's never been able to win. Uh, just like Carolina. Like I feel like those two are, uh, are classic losses on the schedule for Ottawa but with with this Capitals team coming up to Ottawa capital gains anyone or capital exchange always some stupid pun on tsn.ca when uh, when (laughs) these two teams get together but I gotta go with Alex Ovechkin I I worry about this one 
Uh, he's got nine power play goals against the Sens, and I hate to call against it, but I think he gets 801 on a power play tonight. See, I, I think he might tie the record tonight, but I don't think he beats it. Okay. I'll say I'll say he ties it and then beats it with an empty netter. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because if they get an empty netter, you know all five guys, including the goalie, are going to be trying to pass it to Ovechkin to get a goal. Like well, It's, it's going to be the most obvious thing ever. Before he hit 800, he had four goals in a row in three games that were all empty netters. Yeah. So, two yeah. goal, two empty netters in one game. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, one was with six seconds left. So have have a night. Way to go! Yeah, I mean, if goalies are having a hard time stopping Ovi, I don't think the empty net's going to have as much success. No, not a whole lot. You better pray for a post. That's all I got to say there. Uh, so yeah. Alex Ovechkin, the Washington Capitals, come to town. Uh, looking back on the last meeting between these two teams, I mentioned that uh, the Senators were able to outshoot Washington and outscore them. Shocker, the power play did work for both teams, actually. In the first period, Washington scored twice, both on the power play. It was 2 nothing caps after the first period. Yeah. And then However, didn't Batherson get back-to-back power play goals? Within two minutes. Yeah. Yeah, his second and third of the season. Shane Pinto off a rush in the third period. And then Ottawa, speaking of two empty netters, the Sens had two empty netters in a span of 40 <laughs> seconds. Tyler Mott. And then it was Alex Debrinkit scoring his first goal of the season tonight. Oh, yeah. Let's turn our attention to the Ottawa Senators. Little game day preview continuing. Keys to victory and our lookout player coming up next here on Locked on Senators. Today's episode is brought to you by the Glebe Central Pub. You're among family at the Glebe Central Pub. They've got great drink specials. They've got great food specials. And how about a shuttle to Ottawa Senators games, including tonight against the Washington Capitals and tomorrow against the Detroit Red Wings, especially if the weather does take a turn for the worse. No better way to have a safe ride to and from the game than at the Glebe Central Pub. The meeting spot is at 779 Bank Street. That's where you can find the Glebe Central Pub. Make sure you let them know that Locked On Senators sent you. The Glebe Central Pub is in the heart of the Greek Glebe. It's got great food, great drinks, and head to their website and check out when the shuttle is running, not only the two games I mentioned now, but into the new year, Always a great call to have a safe ride. And Pilsy, I know you want to pick up on safe rides. Yeah, that actually works perfectly into this next ad, which is a very important one, especially during the holidays. Look, you're it's the holiday season. You don't have to work. you got some days off. You want to have some drinks with family and friends. Nothing wrong with that at all. But the thing is, you need to plan ahead for how you're getting home or to your next destination. And that's why we love the Glebe Central Pub for having a shuttle because you can go have a couple drinks, get on the shuttle, have some more beers at the game, and get on the shuttle, and you're back at the Glebe Central Pub all nice and safe and planned for. Because here's the thing. Maybe you have a couple drinks and you're like, you know, I just live around the corner. I can make it home. It's not a big deal. What are the odds I'm going to get pulled over in that time? And even so, nothing's going to happen, right? Wrong. You could lose your license. Your insurance goes up. You could lose your job. You could total your car. And worst of all, you could injure someone, even even kill someone if you're not careful. Everyone knows about the risks of driving drunk, but sometimes you think you don't have to worry about it. But 
the risk versus the reward is not a good trade-off here as the results can be tragic if you are drinking and driving. So you need to protect yourself and others when you're on the road. That's why police officers are out there right now looking for impaired drivers. They're trying to save lives. So if you think you're okay to drive after a few drinks, think again. Take 10 seconds to think about it. It's a massive decision. Play it safe, plan ahead, get a ride, like the shuttle to and from the game at the Glebe Central Pub. It only takes one mistake to change your life or someone else's forever. Drive sober or get pulled over. Alright, Pelzi, it's been a great week on Locked On Senators. <laughs> Zuby! Zuby! I love you, Zuby! <laughs> that was like a Mario voice there. <laughs> the laugh was all the laugh. Yeah, that's uh t- and I just love Zuby not matching that energy at all. <laughs> like he's not there yet, Pierre. No, but great, great to get him signed. Could he return to the lineup today? Look good. Look Hopefully. Good. I mean, that's the thing we talked about is uh, obviously a broken jaw is a big deal. We're not minimizing getting a puck to the jaw and breaking your jaw. Um, Just throw a cage on it there. A good, good book Canadian boy out there. Hey, Zoe. I know. Last I checked, you didn't need a jaw to skate, so he should be out there in a cage. <laughs> no, all, all jokes aside, uh, I, I really thought Zub would be closer to returning than Tim Stutzla. But if we get one or even both of those guys back, that is absolutely huge. I'm, I'm more kind of drawn in on those guys coming into tomorrow's game because that's a divisional game up against the Red Wings. And like we talked about, our goals for this season is beat those teams at your weight class, right? The Buffalo Sabres, the Montreal Canadiens, and the Detroit Red Wings in your division. Those are the games you must win. So it's going to be interesting for sure. Yes, it will be. And the Ottawa Senators, again, we're not sure how they're going to line up. It's an early morning recording for us. Here's the Senators. We'll have a morning skate in about two hours' time. You can follow along on Twitter at Send Central and... Keep your eye out for Pilsy's game day preview that we'll have on our YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok. You can follow the show on Instagram, LockedOn.Senators, and of course on Twitter, at SendCentral. We appreciate you making us your first listen every day. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast as well. It's free, and it goes a long way for us in the algorithm. So we appreciate that. Leave a comment below. Do you want to see Ovi make history tonight? If you are heading down boots on the ground at the Canadian Tire Center after the game, Pilsy and Atleem's Martian will have the postcast. So make sure that you hit the notification bell when uh, to know when new videos go live. Always the quickest and easiest way. And again, absolutely free. Pilsy, Stutzla comes back. Pretty simple. You plug him in where Derek Broussard is right now. But then where do you put Broussard? Do you just take him right out of the lineup? Do you move him down? Where do you put him? Uh... Yeah, you know what? I'd probably give Broussard a break. I've liked how Casty and Gambrell have played, and uh, Broussard, for, for me, is is more of a plug-and-play type of guy. I don't really want him playing every game, so I'd probably give him a break here, and if things don't go well, or or you think Casty or Gambrell needs to take a seat for the second game of the back-to-back, get some fresh legs, then you pop him in. Yeah, I mean, even like Rook Charte is my one standout in Winnipeg, True. right? Like, yeah. He was actually a good player. Um, and the most egregious player recently who should come out would be Austin Watson. And I think there's more of a chance of DJ getting fired before Austin Watson's a healthy scratch. 
Yeah, that's probably accurate. Yeah. He the the analogy is that's that's his Tom Pyatt, right? Like Guy Boucher and Tom Pyatt, that's Austin Watson for DJ. Yeah, it's it's a pretty similar scenario here. Look, we like Austin Watson uh, as a part of this team. I think he does have a role here, but I think I did. I feel like I'm I'm over it. Yeah, I, I think the thing is, especially he's in his last year of his deal. I, I think he can be a plug and play guy too. Like when you're going up against Minnesota and Ryan Reeves is in there, then you put him in the lineup. That kind of stuff. Even even though he's not necessarily the most intimidating player, but when you're trying to get a little more physicality. Then you do that. But I think there's the Ottawa Senators have enough depth, even if you're looking at Belleville guys like Rook Chartier or some prospects that could be called up. We talked about Cole Reinhardt, Scott Sabrin. Those guys could play a more effective role in the fourth line. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But, anyways, it's kind of a fool's errand of a conversation because <laughs> yeah. he's not coming out. We've had a lot of fool's errand conversations on this show, Ross. So it won't be the first, won't be the last. Yeah, that's absolutely fair. Um, now we're starting to see other games postponed around the league. Uh, at least Buffalo is postponing their game Friday against the Tampa Bay Lightning. I don't think they're gonna they're gonna move any Ottawa Senators games, but it's hard I, to tell. I wouldn't be surprised if tomorrow's might be. Anyways, we'll we'll figure that out. We'll keep you posted on Twitter at Send Central. But they're so hard to reschedule everything and. I don't Fair know. Right. Is Detroit playing tonight? Uh, I'm not sure. You don't know their schedule off top? No, actually they're not. I have Mo Sider in one of my fantasy leagues, and I put him on my bench. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, you're right. They uh, they were home to Tampa. So you'd think they could just come to Ottawa today, now, get there before the storm anyways. I know travel conditions and all that to get to and from the game, but that's why you have the Glebe Central Pub. All right, Pilsy. Yeah. So i probably move – yeah, I probably move start right out, at least for tonight. Reevaluate yeah. against Detroit afterwards. But um, yeah, there's no need to keep him in. It's not like he's really done a whole lot on the top line. What do you expect in a bottom six role? Who's your locked on player in tonight's game? My locked on player in tonight's game. Oh, I got to sneeze. <laughs> so Pelzi's locked on player is. Sorry, I'm battling a cold here. This is my flu game. We don't take days, uh, too many days off here on oh. the show. Thanks for reminding me. Monday, no show. <laughs> That's why I correct myself. We don't take any days off. Quick announcement, we're taking Monday off. We don't take too many days off, but yes, we will be taking Boxing Day off on well, Monday. Dude, including postcasts, I looked it up, and we've done 24 podcasts in December. It's not even 22 days old. Who else is giving you this much sense content? Nobody is the correct answer. Not even Zuby. Not even. Well, Zuby does create a lot of content. Um, But before I sneeze and we got off the rails here, my locked on player is going to be, when I was looking at this game, Ross, I was thinking, who on the Senators has seen a lot of Alexander Ovechkin in their career and would have experience shutting them down? Or maybe not shutting them down, but at least knows what it's like to go up against them head to head. It's Claude Drew. I mean, he's been around a long time in the same division as Alexander Ovechkin for a long time. And he has the games to prove it, Ross. 57 games up against the Capitals. Ovi would have been there the entire time. And in those 57 games, Giroux has 24 goals, 28 assists, good for 52 points in 57 games up against the Capitals. And Giroux has been pretty good lately here, scoring a couple key goals, momentum goals. 
goals even. So I'm going to be locked on to Claude Giroux here, especially if Timmy's back in the lineup. Ooh, that's a, that would be a nice little treat for the, for the fan base. I thought you were going to say Travis Hamnick because he played for the Islanders for all those years, too, in the division. Yeah, but then he moved out west. Uh, so, yeah, the, Tra- Hamnick would be the next guy up in that category. But uh, Giroux, like the Flyers and the Capitals, they were kind of at even spots in, uh, in the standings for a long time. So they've had some good battles. Here's a fun fact for you. Travis Hamannick has scored more goals against the Washington Capitals than any other team in the National Hockey League. He's going to be beaver tailing like crazy out there tonight. <laughs> Five goals in 32 games. Not bad. He's got four goals against Vancouver and Pittsburgh and New Jersey, but five goals against the Washington Capitals in 32 games. However, my locked-on player is going to be Drake Batherson. Can Drake Batherson, the man who had two goals against the Washington Capitals in the first meeting. Can he extend his point streak to 10 games? He's currently got six goals and seven assists in a nine-game point streak, but he's dashed six over that. I think for Ottawa to be successful, not only does Drake have to get on the score sheet, but how about doing it at even strength? Like, that would be a nice little boost. That whole line with Debrinket and Pinto, dash three against Winnipeg. Shabbat, Zaitsev, dash three against Winnipeg they need to be better tonight all five of them for the Sens to have a chance agreed and uh, Ross that leads into my key to victory for the Sens to have a chance here it's it's simple and I'm sure we probably said it every time they play the Capitals but find a way to contain Ovechkin on the power play like that uh, it's probably most teams, like you mentioned, they're going to be in the film room looking at uh, Ovi on the power play and how can we contain him? Because I think if you look at the lines here, if they don't get Backstrom and Wilson back and the Sens get Timmy and or Zub back, I think these two teams can kind of go head to head here and it's not that much of a mismatch. So if you're able to just stop their biggest weapon on the special teams, I think you have a chance here. And I don't, I don't think there's a chance the Sens blow them out here, but I think if you could keep it a close game and contain that power play, maybe you can squeeze one out here. And the Senators, they've been on a bit of a slide lately up against uh, Western Conference teams, but we're back in the Eastern Conference. The Detroit Red Wings and the Washington Capitals are two teams you're trying to catch up to, so you cannot allow them to blow you out of the building here. And especially, you got to win in regulation. you got to, got to do it. No three-point games. So, Pilsy, your key to victory is? To try to contain Alexander Ovechkin on the power play. Which is easier said than done because Alex Ovechkin, as you can see from this chart we got here on YouTube, has more power play goals than anybody in National Hockey League history. (laughs) Oh, damn. He's got 18 18 more goals than Dave Anderchuk on the power play. And then Brett Hall is number three with almost 30 less Wayne Gretzky's not on this list. No, isn't that wild? Maybe they, maybe they were. What? Yeah, you had to, you had to kill someone to get a power play in the eighties. Where, where do you think he is? There he is. That's insane. I mean, he still has two hundred and four. But for the guy that has the most goals, he's seventeenth in power play goals. Oh my god! I feel like that. That's even more impressive. Yeah. And Gordy Howe's fifteenth. Yeah. Wow. Is Alex Ovechkin just a power play merchant? My column. Yeah. 
Paywall. And, and, and some people, you talked about it, Ross, the empty net goal. Some people are getting on and being like, I think he has an absurd amount of empty net goals. Like some people are saying it's kind of a, uh, a cheap, cheap stat that he's climbing the way up the rankings here. I don't know. I, I think most career empty net goals, Wayne Gretzky's number one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, damn. Well, hey, guess who's number two? Ovi? Yep. Yeah. I'll pull that up. Look at us stack guys here at the end of the show today on Locked On Senders. Make sure you stay tuned for Scott Wheeler tomorrow. Gretzky one with 56, Ovechkin two at 53, and then Marion Hosa. Makes sense. Defensive minded forward yeah. always happened last minute. He has 40. So. Gretzky and Ovechkin are in a league of their own beating empty nets. Yeah, congrats, guys. Marshan right there, too, eh? I'm learning from this list that it's a bit of a new phenomenon, pulling the goalie that much. Like, look how many of these guys are, like, new-age players. Like, again, like, oh, like yeah, Breezy is on this? Blake I, Wheeler's I, on this? That is wild. I wouldn't have expected that. Um, yeah, they definitely, yeah. back in the day, they're like, we're not pulling the goalie. No way. Yeah, Keith Kachuk's in the top 15. Love it. Amazing, amazing. All right, well, speaking of goals, you're going to be in for a treat tonight. I'm going to say the over hits, Pilsy. I'm going to go over, Ooh. I think I said, what, 4-2 or 5? Sorry, I said 5-2, Washington, or 4-2? You said 5-2 cents. No. No, yeah, no, I, I said if. I said Will Fancy. <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't have a great feeling. Wait, but so I what's your key know. to victory? What's your key to victory? Well, I think you should stop Ovechkin on the power play, Pilsy. That's that's great. That's all that you need to do. Okay, so we're we got the same key to victory. No, no, no. I'll, I'll give you something else. I'm just having a laugh at that. I think for Ottawa, they need to just forget about that road trip. Like even the Detroit game, without those three power play goals, like and what two shorties? Yeah, like, it was three power straight? plays and two shorties. Even strength, they lost two one. <laughs> Darn. Right? Like, like I, I need to see a better five-on-five five performance than we've seen recently. I don't think that the way they've been playing five-on-five five has been good enough to win. So um, I'm going to be watching them at five-on-five, five, especially early, set the tone, and hopefully they get some bodies back because, of course, I'll be I'll be locked on to Tim Stutzla if he's going to be back in the lineup as well. Yeah, same. All right, you'll find out sooner rather than later. The Sens skate in about an hour and a half from when we're recording this. So follow along on Twitter at Sens Central, Instagram LockedOn.Senators, and stay tuned for Pilsy's preview coming up soon. Pilsy, any final thoughts on today's show? Uh, safe travels, buddy. Uh, as you're making the flight from Winnipeg to Toronto, then, then, then you got more of a trip from Toronto to Florida yeah. later. So I it, people are saying this is going to be a st- – like. Ross, I've heard the term storm of a generation thrown out there by some uh, weather people. So safe travels, buddy. I, I yeah. hope, uh, hope you make it to your destination or at least you can find somewhere to bunker down in Toronto. Yeah, no doubt. Heart of enemy territory. We'll talk tomorrow. We got Scott Wheeler. We'll have some fun, but I appreciate that. And uh, Merry Christmas, because tomorrow we've got the pre-recorded show. And um, yeah, so Merry Christmas, brother. We had quite a year here, and we'll put a bow on the best and worst of 2022 next week uh, during that span. And still a couple of games in the mix 
as well. And we appreciate everyone as well. Merry Christmas to everyone who's watching. And Happy holidays. Yeah. Made us a part. Yeah. Night five of Hanukkah as well. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, we appreciate everyone uh, who's made us a part of your daily routine. It's still kind of surreal to us. And uh, we, we just can't thank everyone enough. And all of our great sponsors as well who have jumped yeah. on board. It's uh, certainly exceeded my expectations and still feel like we're just getting started. So just wanted to say thank you to everyone. And for today, we say goodbye. For Brandon Piller, I'm Ross Levitan, and this has been the Locked On Senators Podcast, your team every day.